0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Love on Purpose. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, however you may be consuming on today. We appreciate your support. Um, I'm Jay. This is Janelle, and uh, we are the hosts of the Love on Purpose podcast. Thanks for uh, watching our first episode last week. How do you think the feedback was? No, oh,
1: It was pretty, uh, pretty good. People were... Uh, Sharing, texting and sending messages via Instagram and also actually commenting on the YouTube uh, video. So that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. So we appreciate uh, your support Um, and we will ask for your continued support on this endeavor as we try to spread the word, share the wealth and to empower everyone uh, within their marriage, relationships, friendships, whatever to love on purpose. Right. And so, this week, but before we get into that, I do have a question for you. What's on your heart on today? How are you feeling?
1: Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm actually grateful that we're able to do our second episode, and I get to do it with you.
0: Exciting.
1: <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> and I get to do it with you.
0: <sighs> oh, it's so great to just have a person that you live with all the time. You can just do all cool, a lot of cool things together.
1: All the time.
0: Yeah. Even when they get on your nerves.
1: Complete nerves.
0: But you know what? Tap
1: dance on your nerves. It's
0: fine even if they get on your nerves.
1: Jump on your nerves.
0: Because we love on purpose. Skip on your nerves. And there is no purpose without frustration.
1: Agitation. But then. Irritation. Oh.
0: <clears throat> and no meditation or silence.
1: <laughs> that was good.
0: But it's always time for reconciliation and that is what marriage is all about. Uh-huh.
1: So we had to we, pray twice just to just to start this podcast.
0: Hey, sometimes you have to pray. No, not sometimes. All the times you You have have to to pray. pray. Whenever we, uh, when we were dating and we were like engaged and we would come across people who have been married five years, 10 years, 20 years, 100 years, we will always ask them, oh, what's the key? Like, what's the secret? How do you get to three years? How do you get to 10 years? How do you get to 25 years? And it never fails. Someone will always answer with this response. Prayer. (laughs) So we are just putting into practice the principles that we were given and putting into use the tools that we were given to make sure that we can continue to love on purpose despite of it all. And uh, we're only four months in, not quite four months. but
1: four months next week.
0: Four months next week. And some would say that we are uh, still newlyweds. I think Uh, so. But I I was going to ask you, do you think newlyweds is more of... The number of years or time one has been married, or, or the, like mindset.
1: the mindset.
0: Yeah. It's so annoying. The mindset. Do you <laughs> we complete
1: each other's sentences? It's whack. It's so whack. It's corny. It's very corny.
0: But do you think that it's a like time spent or mindset attitude? Like, you know.
1: I, I no, I, I don't think it's a mindset.
0: You don't? Mm-hmm. You think it's a time? Mm hmm. So you because
1: I think that over time you'll learn to the things that agitate or irritate. I think the the longer you've been married, the more you will learn to ignore certain things. Mm-hmm. I think the newness of, of something, sometimes commenting or expressing everything that irritates you. I think that shows the newness of something.
0: Well, one could also... Uh argued that that would be a form of communication I think it's important that your partner should know what irritates them so that you won't continue to irritate them on purpose right
1: (laughs) yes yes you're right Mm -hmm. what's on your heart tonight
0: I'm just excited uh, about episode two of love on purpose Uh, actually I do want to say this before we get into the festivities tonight now that we're embarking on this love on purpose concept, do you think that we'll be receiving more like turmoil or like buttons will be pressed more often or, you know?
1: Absolutely. I think that it has been very evident that since. The, it was only been a week. It's only been a week. And the first day we, we uh, shot it. It was like, whoa. So I think so, because I think we have to remember like what our goal here and our goal is to help build the kingdom, help build kingdom marriages and keep people together and help people to have purposeful connections and relationships and friendships. And so when you're doing that, that's working for the kingdom of God. And so what happens is the enemy sees just as much as God sees everything that we're doing. The enemy sees that and he doesn't want us coming together. He doesn't want us to be able to help more people, to help people. And their um, and their choices and who they connect with. So I think that there's there is going to be a challenge that's going to keep coming up against us. But I think that's where you and I have to continue to be strong in our faith. And this, like, the more that stuff comes up, the closer you and I have to get to Christ. You know, so that we can be able to like just knock down these little things. You know, yeah, and every little I- thing cannot irritate us.
0: And I don't want us to get to a point where we're just doing stuff and not being a couple for the kingdom. That's right. Like, I don't want to just I don't want to just keep doing like producing content, whether it be Mm -hmm. podcasts or whatever, whatever else we do. Yeah. I don't want to get to a point where we're just doing stuff and not really being.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because I remember listening to the podcast Marriage Today where. um, What is his name?
0: Jimmy and Karen. Jimmy,
1: Jimmy has stated there was a there was a uh, shout co- out to Jimmy and Karen Jimmy and Karen with Marriage Today that's an awesome podcast uh, for you all to um, listen to and subscribe to but one of the things that Jimmy said was there was a colleague of his that it was a guy that was like ministering to couples and marriages and really restoring marriages and all this stuff and then him and his wife get divorced and it's like how did that happen? It was because he wasn't able to apply those same principles that he's t- telling everybody else he wasn't able to apply that in his home and so I think that's going to be very vital for us is to make sure that everything that we're putting out and everything that we're telling our life experiences and our perspectives and everything that we've learned through therapy or premarital counseling and through the word of God that we are actually applying that to our everyday life so I think it's it's vital it's it's vital
0: it's kind of like that preacher that's like always studying for a sermon but never like takes time to
1: apply it
0: or not or just like have his own devotional life mm. or just reading the Bible just for himself and not right. for his people. right? Or because
1: studying for a sermon, I mean, that's the job. I mean, that's, that's the actual job function. Mm-hmm. And so, but incorporating and becoming, you know, what the word asks us to do. That's a separate entity than researching for your sermon.
0: Yeah. And so I don't want us to get like that. And, um, you know, I feel like you wouldn't want us to be that way either. You know, we want to be real in our in what we say. And we know that, uh, you know, it's not just the words that we say, but it's the lifestyle in which we live. And I'm boring her already. Sorry. No, It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I already know, you know, she's easily bored. She's easily sidetracked and distracted. So I just got to make sure that Help us I keep our family on focus when she's yawning and doing other things. Let's, let's dive I in. have to do. Let's dive I have in. to be the man of the house.
1: Thank you, man of God.
0: So, we're gonna stay focused here on episode two. Again, thanks for tuning in today. What do we want to talk about today?
1: Uh, we are gonna talk about what we have learned in the marriage so far.
0: As newlyweds. As newlyweds,
1: I actually think you should start first. Really? Yeah, I really do. I really want to see which angle you're gonna go with of what you uh want to share with what you have learned um learned since okay. we've been married almost four months we've literally been, we're just days away literally days away from so being four, we're months. four
0: months in and i've learned so much about myself about my partner about just marriage in general and so i, I won't take much of your time here on tonight but um what I would share, what well, I will share, is I've learned that marriage, you have to consistently be on at all times.
1: <laughs> what do you mean on?
0: One of my friends told me before I got married that marriage is a lifelong conversation. <laughs> you just continue to talk and talk and talk and talk and that's what that's what it is so guys if you're out there and you're wondering oh if i should i get married or should i you know should i commit understand what you're committing to my friend you're committing to a life long conversation now studies have shown that women speak on average thousands of more words a day than men and then on top of that um i myself i'm an introvert believe it or not And this beautiful young woman sitting next to me is an extrovert, believe it or not. So we have that difference between us. And I think probably maybe like our differences, like being aware of the differences and then embracing the differences and working with the differences should probably be its own podcast. Yeah. But today I'm sure we'll kind of dive into it a little bit, just how different we are i am more of an introvert despite the fact that i can speak to hundreds or thousands of people at a time when it comes to just like normal conversation i'm not a fan i'm not i can't small talk i'm not going to sit at a grocery store and talk to you about whatever i'm not doing that just get to the just get to the meat just get to the point of the conversation
1: he always says i I don't know how to do small talk. I just
0: I don't I don't want to do it. How do
1: I navigate it? How do I get out of it? How do I I get out? Don't know. He doesn't know how to get out.
0: I don't like. I don't want to get in. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, but marriage. I mean, you have to learn how to just do that, bro. You have to learn to talk. All right. Now, marriage in itself is a lifelong conversation. One of the things I've learned about being married to Janelle is that Janelle likes to talk. <laughs> One of my friends told Janelle, in fact, this was right when we got engaged, she said, Janelle, he said, Janelle, and he's an extrovert, he likes to talk, he likes to, he said, I like to have conversation. I love conversation, you just like to talk. And so I've learned that my wife, you know, I've already knew that she loved to talk, I already knew that, but now that we live together, we do, you know, we're all we're together all the time, There's many, there's many words. It's a number that no man can number. Just the amount of words okay. that she uses. And then she, and oh. then sometimes she comes and be like, oh, this person, man, they talk. That, that person is a talker. I'm like, dude, y'all didn't get along. Oh, well, that's probably why y'all didn't get along. Cause both of y'all try to talk at the same time and nobody is listening to what they say. Okay. So I've learned that my wife, here it is. is. I'm not. I'm, hold on. When we, when, as soon as we wake up, we're talking. We're getting ready for work. We're talking. We leave. We leave to go to work talking. On the way to work talking. While we're at work talking. On the way back home from work talking. Lies. When we get back home from work talking. Tales. We're getting ready for dinner talking. Witchcraft. As we're eating, we're talking.
1: Last tales and witchcraft.
0: We eat. We're talking. <laughs> As we get ready for bed, we're talking. While we're laying in the bed, we're talking. Now all of these words throughout the entire day. Okay. Now, now, I only get a limited amount of words per day that I have the ability to even speak out. I am a speaker by trade. So a lot of my words have already been used. But here's the thing, though. I have learned. I'm trying to learn to still be on, you know, even after preaching three times or, you know, speaking engagements or whatever the case may be. I'm trying to learn to still be you know meet that need that talking need for my wife conversation need for my wife
1: are you done and you're not the talker are you done she's ready guys so what Buckle i in. what i have learned in the almost 4 months that we have been married it's interesting to me that he thinks I talk so much, and that we talk at all these different times of the day. Well, I know it can't be true, because you would have to be awake to know that I'm talking. That's right. My husband, that's right, is sleep. He's sleep in the morning, sleep in the noonday, sleep in the evening. And then he comes with all of these different, um, like he'll say, LeBron James has to get this amount of sleep <laughs> in order to be successful and it's, operate this is at true. high, it's high science, level. Just
0: like it's scientific studies that women speak more words than men, and scientific studies that indicate that resting and naps are good for the human mind you know and what? body. Let
1: me give you an example. Jay and I were both at work at our separate places i cannot remember where we were going but we were coming back we were meeting here at our home to then go wherever we were going so it should have been like hey i'm leaving work okay i'm leaving too i don't know 20 minutes he gets here before i get here i walk up to our bedroom he is undressed under the covers Sleep, Like sound asleep. So what my question was in my head was, why did he even get in the bed? Like we're meeting to leave somewhere. He is, he is so in love with sleep. It, it, it is, it is a strange, strange <sighs> dynamic. The only thing I could come up with because the sleeping is so serious that maybe because he has to get to the Christ so that much maybe it takes like the anointed people like
0: well one of the things that I've come to discover as a believer saved sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost is the one of the responsibilities as a Christian is to live a biblical life live life based off the Bible follow Christ in your everyday living the Bible is clear on rest on sleep on quiet on silence on meditation and so, well, me being the Christian that I am, I'm only doing what God told me to do, rest.
1: Okay, and he said Jesus rest went to on, sleep. He, t-
0: he was on a boat in a storm, found a pillow and a blanket, laid down and took a nap in the storm. So, I'm just following the model that Jesus has set before me. God, the Bible says that you will find rest. <laughs> Jay. David said uh, he will lead me uh, in the valley of the shadow of death. He'll fear no evil. And then he'll say he'll lay me in the green pastures, lay me down.
1: Yeah, but to rest but in the God, green pastures. But God also said that you rest on the Sabbath. That's one day, not all day. Y'all pray the sleeping, and this is how here's I what, know. Here's what, this here's, is how I know the sleeping is so amazing to him. Is somehow I don't know if him and his dad had some father son <laughs> talk. Or is that they're the same exact person that his father, who officiated our wedding, put in our wedding. He said, Janelle, he used my Janelle, you must allow Jay to rest. And And he had some biblical connection with Adam and when God put Adam to sleep to make
0: Eve. That's Bible. Whatever. The very fact that he went, him going to sleep was a part of the process of him becoming a man. Now, you here's the here's the issue. You've mentioned that pastor said it. You have mentioned that the Bible said it. (laughs) You agree that Jesus did it. And yet and still, you have a problem. But however, here's the good news, saints. The good news is it's contagious. I I come from a family of sleepers. All my brothers, my brothers take naps. My dad take naps. My mama, she don't mind resting up. I come from a family. My grandmama my auntie everybody we sleep
1: it's disturbing
0: and guess what it's 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 passing I'm passing it on I catch her bam one <laughs> minute she up talking next minute she talking herself to sleep <laughs> I'm
1: not talking myself to sleep no you're not here. I did not talk to her here,
0: here's what I told her while we were dating here's the problem because she got because like when I prepare for sermons I get ready for pre I get quiet I get like I get quiet even after I get done preaching I've said huh thousands of words and i'm and i'm empty on E, and but and so as we were dating and you know learning each other's and all these routines and stuff she felt like i had a problem with her you know if i was quiet or if i was right. asleep or whatever so here's what i told her
1: <laughs> i know what he's about to say you're you if if this preaching thing god decides this is not it just Just go be a comedian because I know what you're about to say.
0: Here's what I told her. I come from a family of preachers. Well, my dad is a preacher. That's only the preacher. That's That's the only preacher in our family. So that's the family business. Ministry Church. Her family has a business. Her family is in the business of meeting needs on the funeral side. so her family owned the funeral home for years they work they work they still work funerals to this day so she's been around funerals and dead bodies her entire life. So when she would say stuff like oh why are you sleep why are you quiet why this why that I'm just like, well perhaps she like correlates silence with deadness or she correlates me being quiet or me sleeping with the dead. So she's freaked out because she spent her whole life, for the most part, around dead people. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to get her to understand that rest is a requirement for the soul. I heard someone once say that silence is the incubator for the soul. That's where the soul gets its restoration. That's where the soul finds its, its renewal, its strength, it's in is in the quiet time. And so perhaps, you know, my wife could learn from me. And the pattern that I've trying to set for our household is in that, you know what? It's okay to talk. It's okay. Get your 10,000 words out. Get your 15, 20,000 words out. But there ought to be a time where we rest. And, but no, here's what, I, here's here's like, on, on a serious note. who's done all the
1: talking? But I'm the talker. On a serious I'm note. I'm the talker, but who's done <laughs> all the talking? Okay,
0: on a serious note. The difference is, you're extrovert, I'm introvert. Yeah. Um, And what I've what attracted me to Janelle was her confidence, her always being herself all the time, whether one may deem that good or bad. She's always going to express herself. She's always going to speak her mind. And so for me, I'm not I'm not going to say stuff all the time. I like suppress some of my opinions and my thoughts, and I don't say stuff all the time. So that in itself can be destructive, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying what I feel and on the flip side a person always speaking what they feel could be destructive as well however the balance comes because we're different right there will be times where I have to be more confident and speak out on certain stuff that I don't like or certain stuff that you know has me feeling a certain way I gotta be able to speak my mind and then on the other on the other end there's going to be times where Mrs. Johnson is going to have to what you say tone time and tact. like watch you know Watch yeah. what you say and things like that. So that's where the balance comes. That's where the differences kind of help us out. Right?
1: Yes, Jeffrey.
0: Yeah. So that's what we've been learning here these past four months. Was there something else that you wanted to?
1: No, honey. I don't think there's anything else. Really? No. Other than, yeah, the sleeping.
0: That, really, that really bothers you, huh? I mean, but I you, just You've think been sleeping a lot more.
1: I have been sleeping a lot, a lot more, but it's just something that I have got to get used to. Like, I find it, irrit- I mean, it irritates
0: me. Like, what do you want me to do?
1: Like, be up and talking. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, let me just go to sleep, refresh, then once yeah. I wake up, we can talk.
1: Yeah. And then I just think it's, it's just a—it's a matter of just, like, balance. Next week. Um, Jay had texted me and told me like when I looked at his calendar because I try to manage his calendar, like he literally has to speak every single night next week except, except Monday. Night. Yeah, yeah. So every day next week he has to uh, he has to speak and one day he has to do it twice and mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like me knowing that it allows me to know okay what do I need to do to prepare one myself. Um, And manage my expectations and what all that he has to do. So I can't have all these expectations of what I want knowing the capacity of which he will be operating, operating next week. And then like already getting in my head now the, the needs that he will need and then how I can meet those needs. And then the other thing is like, if I already know Jay is very quiet when it is time for him to like speak it starts about 48 hours prior and he and it's so funny because it's like he doesn't even do it intentionally i truly believe it's like a holy spirit situation literally just like because i think you're literally trying to get that word hide you know hide it in your heart and so Mm. he just gets quiet and you can just tell it's just because he's trying to get it in his mind it's you know he's working on it and then um, Jay and his father have the gift of memorizing their sermons. And so that's a whole nother thing is like not only are you research, researching and studying and doing the work, but then you have to hide that thing in your heart and know it by heart to then be able to memorize it and then do it three times in one day. But anyway, yeah, it's like knowing that for next week, I need to manage my expectations. Mm-hmm. So I can't have these expectations that I'm probably going to have these amazing conversations every day with Jay. Now some could some could say, well, your needs still need to be met next week. Yeah. And here's the thing. But I think that in marriage, there is a there's a thing about like balance and compromise next week. Is it more so about him having a conversation with me or is it more so about him being able to fulfill the assignment that that is before him? Right. And so as a helpmate, I want to be able to come alongside him and help him do the assignment that is before him. So, you know. Whatever it is that I have to kind of do to help him. And I know some of those basic things that I'm going to make sure that I, you know, complete for next week. But then also manage my expectations of what I believe he'll be able to pour into. And knowing he probably will be very quiet next week.
0: Probably. But then, but then, I mean, I just can't let, you, you know, my partner's needs go unmet.
1: know you got me because
0: that's where you know that's where issues that's where that's where the issues lie right you know people go where their needs are met yeah and so like you said compromising balance um and to like you know i think people who are married people who are in committed relationships have to trust each other in that i trust that janelle is going to meet my needs and she must trust the same so Mm -hmm. she can't You know, she can't be worried about a certain need that, like, that's my job. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So even as I'm, or both of us. I mean, we both work. She works hard. She does. She does her thing. She works hard. She got a very demanding job, and then she still comes. You know, comes home after work and she slaving away in the kitchen. So I try to come alongside and meet a need of assisting in the clean up department you know i come by you know what i mean i try to uh you know what i mean i try to wash the dishes you feel me you know what i'm saying i try to honey, clean up the stove and, honey, and wipe the table down, sweep honey, up the flow you feel what i'm saying because it's a team effort in meeting please the needs she me. meets my needs i meet hers and because she meets my needs that puts me in better position to then meet hers and vice versa. So you had something, I
1: did, okay. and and I'm I'm gonna go easy on it, okay. and and I want you to know that I do appreciate your help in coming alongside, um, helping me in the kitchen. No, no
0: problem, babe. And
1: this is gonna help someone because my husband, bless, he's such a sweetheart. He is he, he's such a sweetheart. And so what I have found has been Jay's. Um, thing that he likes to do is that I will cook and then uh, Jay wants to come alongside and help me, I which I, like. huh? Oh, you don't like doing <laughs> it, but you're trying to help. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to help in That's which right. I, yeah. And I truly, truly appreciate it. So what Jay does, Oh, bless his heart. He, um, will start right at those dishes. And he'll just get right into those dishes, and I'm. I had in the first time, I'm like, oh my God, he's just so sweet, and he still is. But the next day, maybe when I was pulling the dish out, the dishes, the dishes was just as dirty as what they were when they started.
0: But now, let's not be over dramatic. Yeah, dirty. Let's not. Dirty. Listen. I've had, listen, I've gone through the Sharon Johnson (laughs) dish washing training process. And
1: I think, okay. And so I think that has a lot to do with the way in which he washes dishes as an adult. And let me explain. Let me explain. it's
0: It's been years removed.
1: Let me explain. So what I did was, and there's two things. What I did was, instead of saying, just keep saying how bad he washes dishes. I, I repurposed that. his help in the kitchen. So I get right. I try to do the, I no, not I try, I do the washing and I repurposed his efforts into rinsing and drying
0: while we're talking. So she washes. I so
1: then that, that help, that helps, that helps because it still helps me because the dishes are not just there. They're rinsed. They're dry. He can do that. He's not good at he's not good at washing them. I'm good. So let's not even have that debate. Let's repurpose his efforts. And now I'm still appreciative. He's still helping me, but he is not good in that area. Now, let's get back to your childhood washing dishes. Why I believe it is showing up in your adult washing dishes. Okay. Jay is the oldest of four boys. If I'm not mistaken, you guys were assigned a week of washing dishes, and right? If we
0: messed up. Tack on another week.
1: Okay. So what I think was Jay is scarred from a week of washing dishes from a household of six. (laughs) I think he probably didn't do them that great back then. You're mad. Oh,
0: come on.
1: And they had home-cooked meals every single day. So he's not... He's washing. I hate washing dishes. I was so
0: upset yesterday. I was just like, dude, I just wish we had somebody that could do this for us. Like, why are we we washing dishes? We both been working all day. We come home. We tired. We're like, yo, why do we? And it's so many dishes. I'm like, where do these dishes even come from? Who'd use these dishes?
1: It is a lot of. I don't know what happens, and we have a washer. We have.
0: This that was probably. Like. We well, why a, I Why don't use our dishwasher? We it, have
1: a dishwasher, but we, I don't know. If it, I don't know. know if we it gotta works call or, our. We gotta call our handyman. We have I I don't know if it
0: either a it maybe it doesn't work or b we just don't know how to use we, it. I
1: think we don't know how to use it. It's either or we one of the two. We didn't come from
0: a household that used <laughs> dishwashers. I know we we had a dishwasher, and I'm sure it worked properly. It worked fine. Oh, I'm
1: sure that. dishwasher... Sure what did
0: not having that. No, my dad said I, I produced four dishwashers. They can do it so there you go and i I really hate washing dishes man so
1: i think that spilled over so do we see where he's come from dishwashing trauma to to adult he can't he's not great at it so um so there we go so so, there's so 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 there's that but i again he's trying to help you just repurpose his efforts because i do i really do appreciate that yeah no problem now I do think he also does it for selfish reasons as well
0: no well first of all I don't want to I don't like coming home and there's just like a bunch of stuff out so and that is is you mean that or yeah
1: you, I'll t- we'll talk about it later in a different oh, episode oh you talk
0: about another need yeah I think okay. you're trying to meet another okay. need that's by, another episode yeah that's another let's episode let's just ease them into this <laughs> yeah, all right? we'll episode ease. two we're talking about differences and roles yeah expectations yeah um But on a more positive note, uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about my wife is her heart to serve. Um, And I know that she really loves me. She really cares about me. and She really wants me to be at my best so that I can, you know, do my best. And I really feel that from her. She, um, you know, I met her in the church and, you know, she uh, has a heart for just serving. I've seen her serve in the church At different capacities. You know what I'm saying? She is a part of uh, the AKAs. And uh, she serves. You know. at, At a high level there. And then now. In the home. I see her serving as a mom. Serving as a wife. You know what I mean? She working hard for the man. She come back to the crib. And then working hard for the family. And I see that. And I appreciate that. And so I try to do my part. And serve me where I can. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna over talk. You know what I mean? She's not about to get that from me. Right. But.
1: What can you do? I try
0: to, you know, overcompensate in certain areas. And so that's what we've been learning. That's what we are just continuing to evolve and to embrace the whole marriage lifestyle. Because that's what marriage is. It's a lifestyle. It's not just some, oh, we're married. Let's go to the movies every night. Oh, let's just do this. Like, no. It's real life. It's um, it's a lifestyle, and you're literally, uh, as the scriptures say, the two are becoming one. Yeah. And so, um, and that takes time. It's like open heart surgery, man. It takes time. It's like a kidney transplant. It takes time. Like you're putting pieces of one life and blending it together with another one. Yeah. And then it's a whole new creation. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what we're embarking on, and that's what we're embracing here at the Johnson household. So yeah,
1: you're so precious. I think one of the things that I would encourage um, everybody that is in relationship married or just dating or courting is just like how to think about (laughs) with your spouse, your significant other is like, there is, there is something that's going to irritate you about that other person. It it just is. Um, However, there has to be more to that person. Like sometimes I think we weigh so heavy and we give so much attention to the thing about our significant other that irritates us that we give that so much attention that we lose sight of the very thing that, that is the greatness of that person. And you have to remember yourself. Like I have to be reminded, um, I'm not perfect. And the funny thing is my sign, I'm a Virgo. We are very critical people. Like just, It's just, it's bad. Like, I'm just one of those people, like, if it were at an, if we're someplace or at an event, and they're like, oh, this is great. I'm kind of like, "Mm, well, you know, I think, you know, it's like, so I think that, Um, We're we're very critical people. We analyze, we overthink. And so one of the things that I have to remind myself is like, you know, you're not perfect, little lady. Like you are not perfect. But I think for us to be reminded about the very thing of the greatness of of our spouse and not so much give so much weight, give so much energy, so much attention to the very thing that irritates you. And so just as much as you think your spouse irritates you, please rest assured there's a whole lot that irritates your spouse about you. And so I just think that that's one thing that we have to remind ourselves to do is to think about all of the great things and the great qualities and the great works and the great sacrifices that your spouse makes for you and your relationship and your marriage each and every day. Uh, Because anytime you give what... This is something that I believe wholeheartedly. Whatever you feed will grow and whatever you starve will die so if you keep feeding that same thing of like oh they're just this they're this they're this they're this that that just keeps manifesting manifesting and just growing and growing and becomes bigger than what it yeah. is now i'm not saying that y'all pro- there are people that have legitimate things that are irritations and i'm not ta- I'm talking about irritations or they need to be doing this and why can't you do this but if I keep all my attention on the man's sleep well I'd rather him be sleep in my house than him be sleep at somebody else's house so that's what I'm saying like watch it just think about like just think about some of the things that we make some things so so petty
0: oh and you can ask yourself why does this irritate me yeah because a lot of times in marriage You know, we're always trying to point the finger and the blame at the other person when a lot of the growth and maturity falls on us individually. You know what I'm saying? And perhaps God has placed this person in your life for this specific role to grow you and mature you in certain areas. And there is no growth and maturity without agitation, frustration and uh, just figuring things out. And so that's and, and marriage is the perfect environment. For a person who really wants to grow and really wants to be the best selves oh and not just wanna be married just to throw it on the gram and say you married, but for a person who really believes like marriage is gonna help me do something, do what, you know what I mean, I've been called and a purpose to do, then of course there's gonna be some frustrations and agitation, but all of that is for your uh for your maturity and your growth. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, find that positive that positive thing that you can focus on. Um, in the midst of your marriage, in the midst of your partner, and um, and then and watch both of y'all grow together. And so that's what we, you know, what I mean, we we only newlyweds, we were four only months newly in, were only four months, but in, yeah. we are consistently uh, trying to to make that happen. And that, you know, what I'm saying, as we told y'all from the beginning, we're gonna keep reminding y'all we are we ain't no experts. We just out here trying to live and um, explore really how to. Uh, do this marriage thing yeah. and uh, treat each other, you know, right, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be nice, kind, and, and have fun. And fun. <laughs> and so um, that, those are the three uh, pillars uh, to our relationship right now. Is being this is nice, our
1: right now. Being nice. Kind. Kind.
0: And have fun And have fun Uh, Thanks for watching (laughs) Go up on Purpose Thanks for listening Uh And um, our prayer Uh is that you guys Will Uh continue to maneuver Through agitations and frustrations And get to your matriculation Oh oh,
1: matriculation Meditation And your
0: uh, Maturation Get through your frustration Agitation to get to your maturation Maturation What
1: what is that? Like
0: mature like get, getting mature It's just another form of the word Maturation Matriculate to get you your maturation
1: Yeah I don't like it I
0: don't know Alright so we Our prayer is that you guys Will continue to grow and mature Through the agitation and the frustrations yeah. That uh, you cause And your spouse calls, cause Because both of y'all cause it So just Um Learning how to get through those things, learning how to grow and focusing in on the positives of Of your your, partner. Yeah. The positive of your partner, the
1: positive of your, the positive of your partner. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. i was trying to think of something like catchy with that, like, yeah, but the positivity of your partner. There we go. Just
0: focus on the positives, the positivities of your partner. All right. And we're done. All right. Uh, make sure you, uh, subscribe. Make sure you comment, share, spread the word, and let everyone know that they, too, can love love on on purpose. Peace.